For 2021, we're starting our show with this new disclaimer. COVID is real. Vaccines save lives. Western medicine is the best for treating acute diseases and emergencies. If you have a medical ailment, your first call should always be to your doctor. While holistic medicine is great for a lot of things, meditation does not fix everything. We also want to remind everyone that black lives fucking matter. Trans lives fucking matter. Marijuana legalization should be accompanied by dropping past possession charges and convictions. Human trafficking is real. Systematic racism is real. White privilege is real. Holocaust deniers still exist. Neo-Nazis still exist. Whataboutism and both sides rhetoric only serves fascism. Disinformation is dangerous. Many platforms and media outlets will attempt to expose you to far-right ideas by slowly pulling you in. It is everybody's responsibility to learn the dog whistles and rhetorical tactics and to call them out when encountered. The events of January 6, 2021 were a QAnon-inspired fascist coup attempt, and we will not be silent until there are consequences. If you have any problems with this, feel free to turn the show off now. Having said that, let's get back to weird stuff and weed. Your Brain on Weird is recorded in private homes, in a state where marijuana is recreationally legal. This show's content is intended for adult audiences only. Hello, and welcome back to Your Brain on Weird. I'm Jess. And I'm Sam. And this is a podcast about the occult and the paranormal, and also marijuana slash cannabis. And uh, we get high. Yes, every episode. Yes, we get high. every episode we get high. <laughs> and we tell you our favorite stories, basically. Yeah. Yeah. It's great. And if you're getting high with us. That's great. That's even better. That's great. <laughs> I love that for you. <laughs> love that. How you doing, Sam? I am pretty good. I'm getting vaccinated tomorrow, as you know. <gasps> yes, me too. <laughs> I know. By some twist of fate, after months of just nothing, we both got uh, vaccine appointments for the same day. Mm -hmm. It was mm -hmm. fucking wild. I'm thrilled. So it is the... It's the 23rd, so on the 24th of March, Sam and I will have our first vaccine shots. Yeah, I'm very excited. Yeah. Uh, I'm also a little nervous. Me too. Not even about getting the shot. I'm not nervous about that. I'm going to look. Like, I'm going to watch him do it. But I'm nervous about, like, driving to the place and, like, parking and getting into the building and they sent me like a fucking qr code that like i have to make sure like my phone is charged and i'm just like they like scan you in it's fucking wild yeah there was a like a checklist at the bottom they like sent like an email mm -hmm. one of the things was like a tablet or smartphone and i was like okay interesting yeah which is very problematic dystopian <laughs> at the very least classist at the next step um yeah not everybody has a tablet or a smartphone and it did say parentheses if you have one but but still like i hope that they have another option for people who don't like go print out this qr code for us like i don't know uh, they're gonna have to print something out though that's that's still i don't have a printer i don't have See? a printer either 
I would have to go somewhere to get it printed. Yeah. Ah, damn. Anyway, uh, so we'll see how that goes. Yeah. I hope it. I hope it goes smoothly for you. I hope it goes smoothly for you as well. Thank you. I get to go to Gillette Stadium, where the Patriots play. Wow, the Patriots! Woo! Yay. I've heard of them. Yes. Yeah, they're the guys to do the stuff with the hand egg. Hand egg. I love hand egg. I love hand egg. <laughs> we don't have Tom Brady anymore. <sighs> sure. SMH. SMH. That's all I know. I don't know anything else. Correct. And I would like to remain that way. I'm going to try and just avoid all of the Patriots propaganda on either side of me as I'm going in to get my coronavirus shot. Oh, man. (laughs) I'm excited. Or no, I'm looking forward to hearing exactly how they have that set up because I'm very curious. Yeah, I'll I'll let you know. I'll let you know. (laughs) We'll see how it goes. Yeah. Um, But besides that, which we are clearly very excited about, I'm great. Um, My friend Juliet got me this really cool book. Oh. It's. Oh, that's amazing. The Vegan Stoner Cookbook. And it's like. Nice. Just like stupid shit to like throw together. And most of them are like six ingredients. And it's just like low-key so nice it's exactly what i'm looking for all the time yeah sick it's so great it's so great so um i'm stoked to uh kind of use some of these out i don't have nutritional yeast though i do okay cool cool if that helps at all perfect (laughs) yes (laughs) you have to bring that over yeah absolutely you want to make something yeah and that's yeah the weather's been really nice I had a really good weekend just hanging out outside, and it was great. Nice. Very <sighs> good. And it's spring now. It is spring now. It is now. officially spring now. <sighs> it's been a long time It does coming. feel like it. It feels yes. good. It feels really fucking good. Woo. I can't wait for things to start blooming. I'm very <gasps> excited about my garden. Yes. My Thai basil is, is blooming little flowers right now. Nice. My flocks are coming back to life, the ones that I planted oh. last year. So I'm very nice. excited about those. Soft boys. Soft boys. Very good. Thank you. How are you? I'm also pretty good. Uh, <laughs> good. I feel like I've been trying to do more stuff that I actually like doing <laughs> and yes. not just like sitting on my phone all the fucking time. So that's nice. And the weather being really nice has also helped because I've been able to keep the windows open like every single day. And that's kept me from like falling asleep in the middle of the day. Yes. Windows open. I love that. I've been enjoying yes. that as well. I also just recently made myself like a, a like weekly schedule so that I would feel a little more <laughs> organized. Nice. So like Mondays are like my catch up days and like cleaning up the house and shit. And then Tuesdays are like podcasting day tomorrow wednesday is gonna be like my reading day and like research day so i'm gonna start dedicating like one specific day just to like researching a specific topic um what did i say for thursday i don't remember what thursday was but uh friday is my self-care day yeah because <laughs> it's freya's day yeah yeah oh thursday's editing day that makes sense so I, I feel like that's going to work for me, and I'm pretty excited about that because I finally feel like I have some structure yes. back in my life, and that little level of anxiety is slowly dissipating. 
I feel better than I have in like a very long time, anxiety wise. Wow. Good. I'm glad. And then this morning I had just like a random thought that I uh, decided I wanted to go to cosmetology school. (laughs) I was like, oh, I've always like loved, I used to be a nail tech in high school and (laughs) literally for a year I was a nail tech and um, I really liked it. And this morning I just like woke up and was like, I want to do that again. So I'm trying to figure out how I can pull that off. And I'm very excited about that. Yay! So, that's my update. I feel updated. Good. That was the goal. Thank you. Are you hydrated? I actually am pretty hydrated today. Good. I've had like two full water bottles, which is good for me. And then my usual giant cup of coffee with ice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I didn't drink anything weird today. So, yeah, that's it. But that's pretty good. So, that is pretty yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. How, nice. How hydrated are you? Uh, not very hydrated. Oh, oh no. <laughs> it's okay. Um, oh no, there's still. I've had time. one big cup, so that's thirty ounces. I'm on my second one. Actually, I'm halfway done with this one, so one and a half. But then I also had iced coffee this morning, and I just had more coffee, and now I'm having cranberry juice with ice in it. So. I'm catching up. Yay. It's only six. It is. There's still time. Yes. I'm doing okay. Good. Oh, anyway. shit. Okay. Um, so this- <laughs> Do you have anything else? <laughs> no. Um, okay. I was going to say, this isn't actually my topic for today, but I wanted to, as a quick bonus topic, Okay. talk about this hot new cult that I found. Ooh, a hip new cult. All right. So I found this on Tumblr. Which is arguably the best social media at this point. Yeah, that's what I've heard. Yeah, so someone cross-posted a TikTok of, like, some white people in a conscious community in Guatemala. Um, Oh, I saw that! Okay. So, someone did a little digging and found out that they are, like, basically a cult. So, I just want to read you their... (laughs) Their vision. Our vision. Oh, no. Okay. First of all, it's called Tribal Village. It's not... Okay, 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 okay. We don't need to get into why that's wrong. Yeah, that's wrong. Uh, Tribal Village is a regenerative permaculture and spiritual education eco-village with an empowerment and event center. We are an international family working to teach and empower local communities, volunteers, and guests with the knowledge and practices needed to ground the new paradigm on our planet. Also, that's a fucking run-on sentence. Holy shit. That didn't explain to me anything about what they're doing, first of all. Yeah. They pretty much just threw, like, spiritual culty buzzwords into a sentence. Yeah. Through events, celebrations, and hard work, we are manifesting this vision every day. How? We are an eco-village growing and expanding in the web of an international network of alternative and cooperative actors, from which we are just one of these anchors. Here- Actor? Yeah, it does say that. Our vision is to create and host a space for new consciousness rebirthing on Earth now. We are the children of the new Earth, We and we claim our right to live together in a sacred- beautiful and harmonious nature weaving an intentional and international community the guy the guy calls himself an event master how do i send this picture to you god that whole thing sounded just 
cringe. First cringe, of all, cringe. <laughs> yes. First of all, extremely cringe. Second of all, if if somebody's mission statement is that vague, please do not support them. Yeah, <laughs> I at cannot the very emphasize least. this enough. <laughs> If you have to sit here and ask, how are you doing the things that you were explaining? Why are you just saying the same sentence over and over and over again, just with the words mixed up a little bit? <sighs> Damn. So well, this is the guy. I sent you a picture of him. I bet he looks like the guy from fucking Nexium. Oh. No. Yeah, he looks like the guy. He looks like the guy from Nexium, um, but he like went to Burning Man. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. He is called Shantaram. Which and then he calls himself the event master. Yeah, yeah. I uh, saw the videos and like it was pretty. It was pretty clear that that was some culty bullshit behavior. Thanks. <laughs> From like the way that they were just like all grouped around like dancing and oh my god, yes. can I tell you? Yes. There was one where okay, where I stopped watching, I did not watch the entire thing. I don't know. Was it like a TikTok or something? It was, it was a, a TikTok. TikTok. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I didn't watch the entire TikTok because where I turned it off was there was like they like showed this white girl essentially walking up to white woman walking up to yes 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 um a Guatemalan person I'm assuming yeah probably I- a staff member quote unquote. And um, the look on this woman's face is just, it's horrifying. It's the most fake smile I've ever seen in my entire life. You can just see the anguish in her face. And she's just forcing this smile as she hands this plate of food over to this woman. It is, it's painful. Her eyes are, she's not even like, looking up she's looking down at the floor yeah it's like really that was where i turned it off yeah um yeah you didn't miss much more there was like another couple uh (laughs) like 20 more a clip of them dancing or doing whatever but they're also like using social media to like build their platform and like of course and they're doing it on like tiktok to where i'm sure like young people are gonna see that be like wow that looks great yeah and you're like wow eco-communism that sounds great and they're like, it could be great, kid. This is not going to end It's great, not though. what it is. There's a reason it's not in the United States, even though these are a bunch of people from the United States. Because that's yeah. not okay here. Yeah. Yep. Someone called it uh, Jonestown, too. And I was like, yikes. Yeah. I mean, that checks out. Yeah. Reminds me of a, like, fire festival and shit, too. <laughs> yes. I just all these fucking, like... Rich people essentially taking advantage of locals. Like skinny white people. Mm -hmm. It's just like so weird. It's so weird. It is really weird. So anyways, something to keep our eye on. Wow, thank you for bringing that up. (laughs) Yeah. I'm glad you've also seen that video because I was like, what the fuck? Mm -hmm. All right. Yeah, absolutely. (sighs) And now to completely turn this back around. Another weird thing. So I got this book when we went thrifting. And oh yeah. Okay. Land of the Dragon Chinese Myth. Eh. Um who wrote this book? Who wrote this? Hang on. I got to go to the inside page. Is it on the back cover? Oh, weird. Oh, well, I guess because it's like a compilation, so there's like a couple people that worked on this book. Okay. And it's written and distributed by Barnes & Noble. Very interesting. 
I did not find it terribly racist, so. Okay, that's good. Um, yeah, so. Yeah, with everything going on, that's very, Oh yeah, that's relevant, I, I actually. Didn't even, I didn't even think about that. Um, yeah, so this is a really fucking cool book, and it talks a lot about kind of like the way of life, like how, like, the ancient Chinese formed their life around, like, their stories and their tales, like, much like tons of other cultures, except, hang on, they found, like, stuff, I guess, proof of storytelling, um, that dates back 460,000 years. Oh my god. So that's cool as shit. Yeah, that's really cool. Um, some interesting things I learned in this book, their lucky number is five, um, so everything is, uh, in fives, which is very cool. Hmm. That is also a number I vibe with, so, you know, swag. Uh, they, the ancient Chinese also thought the earth was square and flat. Square. Square. But flat. Interesting. square Square earth. Square hmm. earth. Not cube earth. Square earth. Square earth. And that there was, like, a dome that, like, was over the earth. And that was, like, the sky that rotated. That's so weird. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, lots of cool stuff. I might pull from this book again. But I kind of yeah, wanted yeah, yeah. to... I just, like, was just, like, flipping around until I found, like, something cool. And, um... Then I, like, came upon the story of the Monkey King, and this is something I have never heard of before, which is very cool. Um, but the Monkey King started out as Buddhist satire, the tale of the monkey who ended up as a god receive it, received the ultimate accolade when its hero himself became the stuff of legend. So... Weird. Okay. Old Buddhists were like, hey, like, we're gonna write this ridiculous story about this monkey. And then people were like, hey, what the fuck? That's cool as shit. <laughs> so he became, like, popular despite it. Neat. I crave that. I do as well. Aw, oh, piece of dog hair. Ugh, gross. Okay. Also, another thing that I found interesting is that the story of the m- monkey king has no parallel in the world of mythology. So there's, like, no tale like it anywhere else in the world. This is oh, a completely, like, unique ancient Chinese Buddhist. Piece of satire. Ta- yeah. <laughs> yeah, you'll see <laughs> That's why. That's amazing. It's good. Okay, I love it. I love it. I love it. Okay. My mouth is really dry, and I'm out of water. I might have to go get more water. Please All hold. right, we'll go get more water. I'm not thirsty because I'm dehydrated. I'm thirsty because I smoked weed. We are stoked to tell you about our first sponsor, Anchor. If you're like us and you want to start a podcast but have no idea where to start, listen up. So when we first decided to start a podcast, we were looking for a way to put your brain on weird out to the most people um, without having to do the most work. We are so happy that we found Anchor because they distribute our show to apps like Spotify and Apple Podcasts for us. This means that our listeners can find us wherever they already listen without having to download anything new. Once you're ready to get going, just create an account and start recording. They have the tools you need to record and edit your podcast. You can even edit on the go from your phone. 
Anchor has everything you could possibly want, including free transition sounds and photos that you can use to build your show. Not only that, but you can start making money as soon as you release your first episode. The best part is that all of this is free. So if you want to make a podcast, go to anchor.fm and get started today. That's A-N-C-H-O-R dot F-M. By supporting them, you're supporting podcasts like us, too. Anyway, so this story is old as shit, and it was actually written uh, in the 16th century, and there's, like, an actual guy that, like, wrote this down and, like, came up with this tale, and his name was Wu Chengyan. He just fucking came up with this monkey, and no one knows, they don't know anything else about this guy. Except that he wrote it. Okay, so that's like his legacy? Yeah, yeah. That's amazing. Okay. Yeah, it's really cool. <laughs> Wait, what? Sorry. I lost my <laughs> place. Oh, I'm here. Okay. Also, it says in here, The plot of this book is so thickly packed with incident that no summary can do more than sketch its outlines. So, there's a lot of shit going on. And I'm wow. just gonna sum it up. Okay. It's all very funny. Okay. <laughs> okay. So, it starts off with the birth of the monkey, very beginning of his life, except he emerged from a stone egg high up on the mountains of flowers and fruit. Neat. And the Jade King himself gave the monkey special powers that soon caused him to be declared King of the Monkeys. So, all boom. right king of the monkeys there he is but after ruling his kingdom for many years monkey decided to go in search of wisdom so he left and he went to go find wisdom because apparently that's what you do so he like met up with this immortal guy and he learned how to like self-discipline and also this guy taught him how to fly through the air Mm. and how to transform himself into 72 different shapes. He also learned how to jump 50,000 kilometers in a single leap and how to create 100,000 duplicates of himself by simply pulling out some hairs and saying, change. Boom. So, this monkey has some jacked thighs. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) He is one of 72 shapes. One of them, I think, being the monkey. I, I would hope so. If so, there's 73. Yes. Uh. Yes. <gasps> so, he gets these cool powers from this Taoist guy, and he returns to the kingdom of monkeys and organizes his subjects into an army of 47,000. Ah. But he was like, you know what I need? I need, like, a weapon for myself. I need something, you know. Bespoke. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Um, so he went to the court of the Dragon King. Oh, the Dragon King of the Eastern Sea. And then he tricked the king into giving him a magic wand. And this magic wand has the power to be as big as you want it, up to like a pillar that reaches the heavens. Or as small as, like, a needle. Okay. Is that all it does, or? (laughs) 
I think so. Probably. Yes. Ah, <laughs> uh, it's one of those it's still kind cool, of stories. But, <laughs> yeah, it's really cool. Um, so he just like he just transforms it into a little pin and he keeps it behind his ear. So it's on him at all times and no one knows. Cool. It's real yeah. cool. Um, so the Dragon King obviously fucking knew that like he had been tricked, like, immediately, right? And he complained of the theft to the Lord of Hell, who sent minions to arrest the monkey when he was super drunk at a feast. Okay. So, monkey now wakes up. Hungover and in hell? Hungover and in hell. The infernal regions. Ah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. So then he does what anyone would do in his situation. He pulls out his wand and he threatens to bring the whole place down unless they let him go. But also, mm-hmm. first, expunge the records of me and all my kin. Say we never died. Bring us all back. Let's go. And they all did. Right. And the Lord of Hell was like, shit, I had no other choice, man. <laughs> And he was such a nuisance that they just, like, let him go. Because it's just like, fine, fucking go, dude. Jesus. <laughs> I don't want you to be my problem. Be someone else's problem. Like, fuck. It's literally like the episode of Spongebob with the flying Dutchman. Yes. <laughs> yes. So, he's doing good and he's making powerful enemies as a magic monkey. So, the Lord of Hell and the Dragon King lodge a formal complaint against monkey with the jade emperor so the head guy in charge they're like this monkey sucks really bad like we have all these people like you gotta you gotta nobody likes this guy except for me mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so the ruler of heaven decided that the best way to keep him out of further trouble would to be give him a menial task in the gardens of heaven. Okay. So they summoned him to the temple, like the temple, I guess, in the, in the sky, the heaven, the heavenly temple. Okay. Um, sure. <laughs> and they were like, oh yes. Like they treated him like royalty. They're like, yes, like here you are. You're going to live with us now. It's going to be great. And you're going to be Grand Master of the Heavenly Stables. Ooh. And the only thing he was tasked to do was feed the horses. And he very quickly caught on to the gig. I don't know if it was like the first hit, first day, but like he caught on pretty quickly. And then, of course, was like super fucking offended. So he just like... It was like, fuck you guys, I'm going back down to Earth. I'm gonna, like, declare myself a sage, and I'm equal to heaven. Like, fuck those guys. Oh my god. The Jade Emperor himself sent an army, but somehow they were just, like, unsuccessful. <laughs> and then Monkey, and all of his Monkey army, uh, threatened to invade heaven, unless they recognized his title of great sage equal of heaven okay great sage um he was like no 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 great sage no you can be the grand superintendent of the heavenly peach garden instead and he's like oh okay that sounds great what the fuck (laughs) except 
he was in charge, quote unquote, of the peach garden, and he ate all of the best peaches of the immortal, uh, the best peaches of immortality. So, goddamn, he's immortal now. He's immortal now. And then, cool. These peaches were being grown by the Queen Mother of the West for three thousand years. Uh oh, and. That was, like, something that was happening. So he, like, eats all the best peaches and then goes and fucking crashes the party. And he ate and drank all of the food before any of the guests even arrived, actually. (laughs) And he was, like, super trashed. And he, like, wanders into the palace of Laozai and like found his way in there or whatever and um somehow swallowed golden pills that contained the elixir of life so he's double immortal jesus okay interesting where is he okay he's just he's just getting all these powers yeah so he's double immortal and of course he escapes he's like haha yeah then he leads them in like a comical chase scene around the uh, square earth. Ah, uh-huh. But they actually do capture him again. But due to the fact that he is now doubly immortal, he's impossible to kill. Yeah. He's also impervious. So they, like, put him in, like, an alchemy furnace. And they burn him for 49 days. And... Oh. Nothing happens. Uh-huh. I so, mean, he's immortal, yeah. so... Yeah. So, they're just like, I I don't know what to do anymore. And they hand Monkey over to the Buddha. And this is where Monkey meets his match, of course. So, he was like, I'm Monkey, I have the power to rule heaven, and, like, the Buddha was just like... Okay, man, like, I believe you, but, like, all you have to do is you have to do this one test. I'm going to put you in my hand, really small, and all you have to do is jump out of the palm of my hand. So, Monkey used all of his powers to soar upwards for nearly 60,000 kilometers. Eventually, he came to five huge pillars reaching up into the sky. Assuming that they marked the farthest limits of universe, he left evidence of his presence by peeing uh-huh as you do and then returned in triumph but the buddha only laughed and the five pillars that had been up there were just the god's own fingers still so he hadn't jumped and he found his like pee spot like still and he was still standing in the buddha's hand and he's like yeah. uh-oh <laughs> yep so Thereafter, Monkey was imprisoned for his misdeeds for thousands of years, trapped under a mountain range. Which mountain range is he under? I don't know. He was actually, he was released through the intercession of Guan Yin, goddess of mercy, only on the condition that he fulfill his destiny by accompanying the Buddhist monk, uh, Zhuang Zhang, to India to bring the Buddhist scriptures back to China. Oh, To restrain his natural violence, the goddess put a band on his head that tightened on command, instantly giving him a splitting headache. All right. So, 
They put a little shot collar on him. Mm-hmm. And the goddess of mercy was like, okay, this seems inhumane. So we're going to give you this shot collar. And you're going to go off on this adventure with this guy. And this main adventure is what, like, the larger work of um, Wu Chenyan wrote. So, like, okay, yeah. this is just, like, a small story um, in, like, this retelling of the journey to the West, which is, I guess, a really, really old scripture. And he, like, rewrote it, and he was like, all right, we're going to make this monkey really powerful and cool. <laughs> we're going to make this, like, wildly cosmic fantasia, like, bullshit. And um, then all of this written in satire, the monkey becomes really fucking famous and well-known. And he, like, starts popping up, like, in temples, like, uh, in, like, the paintings and, like, the architecture and things like that, which I think is very cool and very funny. And the Monkey King would love that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So this one's for you, Monkey King. Shout out to the Monkey King. Yeah, yeah. And that's my story for today. <laughs> that was crazy. <laughs> that's hilarious. That's obviously satire, because there's just, like, so, many, just so many random things. fucking exaggerations and numbers and he's like all right i'm gonna i don't know how much fifty thousand kilometers is hang on let me look it up oh thirty one thousand sixty eight miles okay so a lot a lot yes (laughs) okay and i also like that he can do the naruto like one hundred thousand copies of himself that's pretty that's pretty cool of him oh yeah Oh, with his, like, weird little witchcraft things where he pulls out some of his hair and he goes, change. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Very cool. I love that for him. Very cool. So, yeah. That's a really cool, really cool story. Nice. I'm glad he got famous despite it all. Yes. (gasps) Oh, my God. The first thing I turn to in the Stoner Cookbook is quiche. I haven't had quiche quiche in so long. I miss eggs. Yeah. I'm not going to put curry powder in this either. Yikes. (laughs) Are you okay? You're just supposed to blend a block of tofu with some soy milk and then mix it with your vegetables and stuff. Interesting. Interesting. Sure. Yeah. I guess if that works, like, hell yeah. All right. All right. So I, I I have one weed update for us. Weed update. Uh, so this is High Times. Once again, this was today, so March 23rd, by Thomas Edward. A Chicago suburb is set to initiate a historic reparations program that will be funded through revenue generated from the marijuana sales tax. tax. Officials in Evanston, Illinois, on Monday approved the first expenditures in the city's landmark municipal reparations program designed to compensate black residents for commodified discrimination. Wow. According to the Chicago Tribune. Um, the initiative is designed to address the discriminatory housing policies and, pra- and practices faced by black residents. Wow. Yes. Wow. The $10 million um, project will be funded through marijuana sales, tax revenue, along with some donations, a move that was greenlit by Alderman in Evanston back in 2019 that directed all sales tax revenue collected from recreational marijuana purchases with a cap of $10 million to the local reparations fund. Wow. 
So apparently that got passed in 2019 and it was backed by a lot of um, different civil rights activists, including Danny Glover. So I just think that that's really awesome that they're doing that. Yeah. Unlike my town, which is giving 6% directly to the police department. Yes, that is the opposite of what they should be doing. So Illinois is kind of like one of the states that's like, it says that they're paving the way for marijuana legalization. So in the first year, the state generated $582,226,511.45 in revenue from recreational pot sales. Okay. Holy shit. So that tax that tax windfall has been accompanied by an effort from the state to redress previous low-level pot convictions in Illinois. Um, and I do think that a while back when we talked about one of the states that was working on um, like expunging convictions and stuff was Illinois. So shout out to Illinois, nice. I guess. Um, You're doing it right. They're, yeah, they're, like I said, setting a very good precedent. There's one more quote in here that says, Oh, this is from Governor J.B. Pritzker. He said, quote, statewide Illinoisans hold hundreds of thousands of low-level cannabis-related records, a burden disproportionately shouldered by communities of of color. We will never be able to fully remedy the depth of that damage, but we can govern with the courage to admit the mistakes of our past and the decency to set a better path forward. I applaud the Prisoner Review Board, the Illinois State Police, boo, and our partners across the state for their extraordinary efforts that allowed these pardons and expungements to become a reality. Um, So I do have to say that, like, he did shout out the Illinois State Police. Interesting. (laughs) Which, if he hadn't done that, that would have been, like, an amazing quote. (laughs) Step one, do not thank the Illinois State Police. Yeah, don't don't thank the police. (laughs) They've done enough. But anyway, so that's good. That is good. That's great. Mm-hmm. Wow. I need to send you the stoner strawberry. He's very cool. That sounds right up my alley. Correct. Stoner strawberry. Oh, he's doing yoga? Wow. Oh, wow. <clears throat> I completely missed this paragraph. One of the Evanston, Illinois leaders who spearheaded the charge for the reparations, reparations measure, Alderwoman Robin Rue Simmons, said that the policy helped remedy two racial disparities, the disproportionate arrests of African Americans for marijuana and the inability for many black residents to find affordable housing. Quote, we have a large and unfortunate gap in wealth, opportunity, education, even life expectancy. The fact that we have a $46,000 gap between Census Tract 8092, which is the historically red line neighborhood that I live in and was born in, and the average white household led me to pursue a very radical solution to a problem that we have not been able to solve, reparations. Rue said at the time that the measure would impact all black residents. We want to preserve our existing black residency, which helps us preserve our diversity. In addition, it will include it will include bringing repair to families and returning residents with a particular focus on those that have been impacted by marijuana arrests. So Robin Rue Simmons is one of the people yeah. that was responsible for that. So shout out to Robin. Whoa. Whoa. I love that. That's very good. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Slowly making tiny, tiny bits of progress. Maybe more states will follow. I hope so, and not just like a little suburb of Chicago. Yeah. Anyway, that's all I got. Awesome. Well, I have nothing else. All right, cool. So I guess we're done. All right. Well, if you would like to check out our website, you can find our stuff 
at yourbrainonweird.com. If you go there, you will find our link to our merch where you can buy t-shirts and masks and mugs and stickers and other stuff. And you'll also find our submission box where you can submit your weird stories for our next A Little Weird, which we will probably have done before this episode comes out. But you can do it for next month. For next month. And we month. would love that. Yay. Uh, and that's very easy. It's just right, it's just, it's just right there. It's right so there. Just, just type in your story. We want to hear Don't it. be shy. Your dreams. Don't be shy. Oh, your yeah, hopes. your dreams. If you have weird dreams. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I've yeah. been having some uh, weird dreams, as always. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Correct. Correct. Oh, also, we're probably going to start updating our blog a little more, so you can check that out as well. And other than that, follow us on Twitter. Our Twitter handle is weird underscore pod. And we try to post marijuana, cannabis-related stuff, and memes. Memes and information. Yes. It's the good balance of both. Yes. So you should follow us there if you are on Twitter. And rate us on Apple Podcasts if you have the time. We would also really like that. It helps our show get more traction. Yes. Traction. Traction. That's a word I learned. It's a good word. From. You sounded very you know. professional. Thank you. Yeah. And that's it. Yes. Thank you so much for listening to our very strange show. Yes. Thank you so much. It's uh, been a pleasure, as always. <laughs> and we will see you next week for more weirdness. I'm Jess. And I'm Sam. This has been Your Brain on Weird. Weird. Goodbye. Goodbye.